This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We are uh, downtown Decatur. It's a very this is our it's our uh, it's our political week. This is political as we get. Uh, mm-hmm. Just talking to candidates, and uh, we'll have both uh, candidates for uh, state's attorney coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Courtney, of course, had had gotten us set up with uh, with Dick Durbin, mm-hmm. uh, so we will have at least. Well, Mark Kern has reached back out. We like set up the interview, and then he said, "I need to go through somebody to to set it up." And I'm like, "We just set it up." <laughs> So I guess I need to wait for that, but I think Mark Curran will join us tomorrow, the uh, Republican candidate for U.S. Senator. Um, and then we will have all three candidates. I'm waiting on uh, Charlie McGorry to, uh, mm-hmm. to 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 get us a time, but Sue Shear is going to be on the show later later today. But all three candidates of the state representative uh, 96th district seat. Uh, the incumbent, of course, is Sue Shear. She'll join us later today. She's on the Democratic side. Charlie McGorry on the Republican side. Uh, and I, yeah, I read an interview with with our next guest, and very very active in Springfield for mm-hmm. uh, for Black Lives Matter and and uh, the the entire campaign of hate. Uh, and I thought you know it'll be somebody at least uh, worth talking about in in the present day. He, he's a representative of the Green Party. I think I called him James earlier because I was looking at James Keith. James Keith is our next <laughs> guest. Right. His name is close. John Keating uh, joins us now on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline. John, uh, I tell you what, you, you don't. You don't strike me as a politician by, by uh, hearing your interviews and, and looking at, at photos. I, I'm guessing that's that's part of why you're doing it. That's exactly why I'm doing it. I'm, I'm not a politician. I'm an activist. I'm a community organizer. My dad was actually a union organizer when I was growing up and was arrested back in the 90s in Decatur at the A.E. Staley, Tate & Lyle, and Caterpillar lockout. No kidding. Hmm. No kidding. Yeah, I, lived, I lived through that lockout. There were railroad lockouts here. and this is We are obviously a very blue-collar town over here. Uh, John, when did you decide, you know, why, why, let me just start with this. Why are you running for, for a house? So first of all, Sue Sher's record is towards equality is abhorrent. But even before that, I have always been an activist, but I haven't necessarily gotten as many eyes as I have in the last six months or so when there were the reopen rallies at the Capitol in Springfield. I counter-protested those in advocacy of wearing masks and ended up going viral. Mm, okay. So when George Floyd was murdered in May, people asked me, well, what do we do? So we, we took to the streets and we stood in solidarity, and we examined the things here in Springfield that the city council could look at to kind of make some strides here. Um, and then over the next few weeks, people told me that, They'd gotten the courage to stand up because they'd watched me. Okay. And I figured maybe if I can inspire people to activism, I can inspire them to run for office because we're not going to change anything if we don't have the working class actually represented. Mm. You're obviously passionate about activism and race relations and equality. Can you get your head around all the other stuff politicians got to deal with? Oh, yeah. Um, The last time I was actually in the Illinois House chamber was back in 2011 when I was removed by security along with some members of Occupy Springfield because we dropped a banner that said Stop Corporate Extortion. All right. So you can't get your head around. So I am blessed to have a number of people around me who know far more than I do about a number of the budgetary things, but it's definitely something that I'll be able to handle. Is this um, is is this a first time swing? You know, to, to to try to get some momentum and see how it goes, or or do you, I mean, do you, do you really think you know Green Party candidates don't? You know, it's not like they're traditionally winning a lot of races. 
um, is this is this let me let me evaluate and see how this goes, or or do you feel pretty confident you can win it? It started as essentially just being a voice of dissent, just because I felt that the incumbent didn't actually represent the district. Okay, mm-hmm. but the support that we've seen and. It looks like there's a solid chance that the people are ready for somebody who's not an active politician that actually wants to represent the working class. Why the Green Party? Is that something you've always represented, or was that your way in? The Green Party has always represented the values that I stand for, and they've been the party that has fought for the working class since before I was born. And even in 2016, the Greens were actually who challenged in Michigan to have ballots counted that could have given Hillary the victory in Michigan, which would have flipped the election. Mm. Um, And Hillary's lawyers opted to not pick that up. And those were ballots from Detroit that were 90% Hillary. So the Green Party, even if it doesn't benefit the Green Party, is still interested in working and fighting for the common person. What's your background, John? What, what did you, I mean, did you go to school? Did you, what, what do you do in your, uh, in, I mean, do you have a right, an everyday job or have you had different ones or? Um, currently my everyday job is a stay at home dad and a candidate. I've got three kids and two foster daughters as well. Oh, cool. So we're pretty, we're, we're, we're pretty rambunctious around my house. Five kids my, around the house. My, my career is in sales and marketing. Okay. Um, I was the assistant general manager for the Springfield Sliders for oh. the 2018 season. Um, I was an insurance agent for three years and traveled all around Illinois and sold specified disease insurance to folks in rural communities. Okay. And that's really where I saw firsthand that the rural communities didn't see the recovery that the cities did during the recession or mm-hmm. after the recession. And they need somebody who is willing to represent them and bring jobs back into those communities and not just somebody who's worried about Springfield and Decatur. Yeah, absolutely. Courtney, do you have something where you popping in? Yeah, I, I totally got a couple of questions. I wanted to hear his platform more before I ask the questions. Um, you, As you know, African-Americans have been hit hard. Uh, why should you get that their vote? Because I'm the only one, at least in the race right now, that is willing to stand up and unapolog- unapologetically say that all lives matter is factually incorrect until black lives have the same value in this country. We need somebody that's willing to invest in these communities and go out and actually speak to people and listen to them to know what they need and not just go based off assumptions. That's fair enough. Yeah. What have you done to garner that vote? I've been active here in Springfield. My organization, Education and Action Together, um, led a number of the Black Lives Matter rallies downtown here. and. Not just rallying outside of the Capitol, we've been working to get enacted and actually successfully enacted a use of force policy with the Springfield Police that bans chokeholds and use of tear gas. Well, one thing about it, I hope no matter what happens in the election, I hope you keep fighting that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, at this point in my life, it's not something that I can give up. I mean, I was in Ferguson um, after Mike Brown died. I was in Kenosha a few weeks ago. No, it's... Uh... That's that's saying a lot, and there is there are a lot of I've seen photos of you as well as we were uh, we, mm-hmm. we we were check, checking things out and um, you know looking forward to having you on. So uh, you know anything else you want to talk about, John? Any other you know what what, what other uh, you know I, I guess uh, issues are are important to you? I mean, one of the things that's heavy on a lot of folks' mind right now, especially with the Supreme Court nominations, are women's reproductive health rights, mm-hmm. okay. and 
as a man I, and as an individual, I don't feel like I have the right to tell somebody else what they should be doing with their body. And the incumbent, Sue Shear, has voted against women's reproductive health rights. She voted against same-sex marriage. So we need somebody in office that's willing to stand up for equality and stand up for the rights of people who traditionally haven't had a voice. All right. Bill, John, I think, uh, uh, you know, you, you're, you're probably turning a few heads out there. I thought you were going to be an interesting conversation just because you're not a traditional politician. And, uh, you know, that's I, I assume that's, the, the, you know, like you said, that was kind of the goal of, of jumping into this. Yeah, we need representation that actually reflects our communities. Well, what's your take on the on the vote? On the uh, tax vote, I'm I am in favor of the fair tax, and a lot of people don't realize the amendment doesn't actually solidify the tax structure. All it does is repeals the flat tax. So it's extremely important that we get folks in office that we can actually trust to make sure that when the tax structure does get solidified, that it's something that actually works for the working class. Gotcha, gotcha. Anything else, Corny? No, I shoot. I, I did. It, did I hear a baby in the background? Yeah, yeah, I'm, care- I'm, I'm carrying my um, five-month-old right now. <laughs> That's cool, man. You got so five one- kids at the house. You got five kids at the house? <laughs> yeah. Yep, I've got a five-month-old, a two-year-old foster daughter, a four-year-old, a nine-year-old, and then a 14-year-old. 15. She tell me if she um, heard me mess that up, but she just turned 15 a few weeks ago. <laughs> I always mess up my kids. It's my children's age, man. That's 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 awesome. Hands full, man. Yeah. Hands full. Most yeah. definitely. John, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, they want to ask you questions. They want to talk to you about it. How do you uh, do? You reference them just your Facebook page. Um, my Facebook page and the easiest, especially if you want to send me an email, is my website. It's real simple. It's change the dot us, and the second button, the first button says click here to register to vote. The second button says click here to send me an email. Gotcha. Is there anything you get asked the most, or is it mostly about you know? Because I feel like you're 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 uh, ingrained in the fight, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter fight. Is, is there anything you get asked pretty regularly that uh? That, that you've learned about? You've learned some things over this over this run? Um, the thing that I get spoken to the most is how a lot of folks don't educate themselves on who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. And the questions I get the most are actually about my opponent's record, and people are just shocked that somebody running as a Democrat has voted the way that she has in so many different instances. Hmm. That's interesting. John, it's good talking to you. It's, uh, you know, we, we wish you the best. And uh, either way, I'm guessing it's a it's an eye opening experience for you and for people. Uh, and and you get a chance to to get out there and, and keep trying to do some good. And I hope you you keep doing what you're doing over there. I appreciate that. Yeah, the intention is to build a grassroots organization here in Central Illinois from the ground up. And hopefully, in two years, I mean, Dan Calkins, Mike Murphy are both running unopposed. We shouldn't have anybody that's unopposed on the ballot. And if the Democrats aren't going to do it. We will. Yeah, there you go. All right. Hey, keep fighting your fight, man. Uh, you know, it's not just your fight, but keep fighting the fight against hate. We love it. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And you guys have a wonderful day. I appreciate you having me on. So long, man. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.